The Money Podcast with your hosts, Justin Harrison and David Bester. Money, 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 money. Let's talk about money. In this episode of The Money Podcast, we are going to change the narrative of conventional job search. We will give you a brilliant, more effective way of finding your perfect job. So get your pen and paper ready. Be ready to take some notes because there's a lot to unpack in this episode. Now, Justin, as we know, most people, when looking for a job, would go out and look for job listings and then send out CVs. What I want to do is to change the mindset of people because you actually had a conversation with a guy and I was sitting in on the conversation and you gave him some brilliant tips when it comes to looking for a job, but what you should actually do before you go and apply for any jobs. Look, I think the job environment is extremely, extremely competitive these days. So you have to do something different. The other thing is I approach finding a job from a very different perspective, and that is that I've always employed people. So I specifically look at what would catch my attention, what are the kind of people I'd look to employ, what would those people need to do to really get in front of me. And so that was the basis of the advice that I gave to the person I was mentoring and you were sitting in on that conversation and I know it had a deep impact on you because you've spoken about it quite a few times and it's a little bit different from what people are being taught you know people are being taught put together a CV make sure your qualifications are in order you know write a cover letter all of that good stuff and that's how you're going to land a job and uh, I just I, I don't think that's the way to do it in 2022 or 2021 or 2020 in fact for the for the entire history of humankind if you want to get a job you've got to do something different. Yes, and you've got to stand out. So what you told this guy was, instead of go looking for job openings, decide who you want to work for. So I think maybe let's elaborate on that a little bit because I think that kind of changes everything. You know, I mean, if you are going into the job world and you want to get the perfect job, the perfect job means the place you want to work with, you know, not the place where you can get a job. So maybe you can discuss that and how you would go about actually finding the place you want to work for. I think a lot of people settle for whatever job they can get. And there's so many people that are employed in environments where they're not happy. They're changing jobs all the time. They're constantly job hunting. And the question is, why? Why are they not finding that perfect place for them? And that is very simple. They're settling for whatever they can get. So I think it's really important for people to be a lot more selective over the kind of job they want to do. But most importantly, the employer that they're going to work for. It's important to align yourself with people and put yourself in an environment where you know, you're ultimately going to be happy. And I know this is tough advice and it sounds unrealistic for the person listening to us who goes, I haven't got a job and I'm desperate to get employed. But I would argue you're going to spend the same amount of effort to really land whatever job you can and probably ultimately be very unhappy in it versus taking your time to think deeply about who you want to work for, where you want to work and attaching your your entire mindset, your entire being to putting yourself in a position to get employed there. And, uh, you know, I think it comes down to knowing your personality, knowing your qualifications, knowing all the potential employers in that space, and really going out and selecting the employer that you want to work for. And, you know, when you have that conversation, suddenly everything changes because now it doesn't become about putting a CV. It doesn't, it doesn't come about going and sitting in front of HR. It comes down to really finding who you want to work for and figuring out how to get in there. What is the what is the secret source to get yourself employed there? And that really is the second part of the conversation. But I think the first part of the conversation is be more selective over who you're going to work for. And certainly, Davi, we've seen this with the job data coming out of uh, you know the world over the last sort of 12 months. 
people are, are basically leaving their jobs in record numbers because they're fundamentally unhappy and COVID has provided them an alternative reality. COVID has said to them, well, I can go work online as a freelancer or I can contract out as a subcontract. I don't have to go and give my soul to, you know, an entity for eight hours a day, 45 hours a week and absolutely lose my identity in the process and be on the brink of losing every part of myself purely for a couple of, you know, rands at the end of the month. People are starting to figure out that they need to become far more selective and that you know, the eight hours you spend in the workplace is a major contributor to your overall time in life. So you might as well make sure that you're in an environment where you're going to be happy. No, exactly. I mean, you don't want to be sitting from eight to five in a toxic work, work culture. So I think the best way to go then to sum it up what you just said was make a list of, let's say, maybe two, three or five people you want to work for and then figuring out how can I get myself positioned in front of them to actually land a job with that company. Which leads me into the next point now. So what everyone then does is they create a CV and these days I see they actually spend a lot of money to pay people to actually make their CV look nice, you know, with graphics and all kinds of things. So we recently hired someone um, in our business and a lot of the job applications that came through, I actually didn't look, I didn't look at the CVs at all. What caught my attention was the people that made personalized videos. So let's discuss doing something different aside from just sending out a CV, you know, because essentially a CV just lands on a pile of CVs on someone's desk and it doesn't really stand out at all, right? Well, the first piece of advice I gave to the chap in question that we're talking about, and I've given it to many people is, Go and figure out what your worth is to that company. Go figure out what solution you have for them. What problem can you solve for them? That's the first thing. So know why you're going to be worth the money to them. That's, that's the first big thing. The second thing is forget about sending CVs, forget about sending emails, forget about sending cover letters. Pick up the damn phone. It's one of those things that people have forgotten how to do. Pick up the phone. If there's an HR manager, make contact with that HR manager and have a discussion with them and say, listen, I'm really interested in working for your company. I don't know if you've got any job openings. I don't want to really talk about my qualifications at this point. I'd like to see if your company is a fit for me because I'm looking to do something big in the world and I'm looking to bring a change in the world and I want to see if you guys are a fit for me. That's a totally different conversation than somebody who sends a letter and says I'm looking for a job or somebody even maybe picks up the phone and says what vacancies do you have it's about changing the conversation and understanding it's about presenting the value you can bring to the employer and then of course like I said it's about figuring out what problems you can solve for them and you know this is probably the third part of the conversation but the important thing is to understand where you can slot in and then most importantly get to know everything there is to know about that company know everything about the ceo know everything about the cfo know about their clients know about their problems know about their suppliers you know do some research do some reading i am far more likely as an employer to employ somebody who comes across my desk and knows something about my business and demonstrates to me that they are hungry to be in my business and they've actually taken the time to research what it is that we sell, what it is that we produce, who our clients are, what our problems are. That person is going to get my attention and that's something that job applicants don't do. Job applicants go with their hands out like this begging for a job saying please employ me, give me money but they're not actually other than their qualifications telling the employer why should the employer pay you money? Why should the employer take a risk on you? That's a brilliant point and I think no one actually thinks that way, you know. I want to tell you a story and this is something I've actually never told you before. So a few months ago, 
there was a new uh, i'm subscribed to a certain newsletter and there was a, a mail that came through saying listen here we are we are hiring and i said listen um i'm obviously employed so um, because we've got our own business but here are a few things you guys can do uh, because i actually specialize in that uh, in that position so here's some things you can do um immediately to improve your your service to your readers and i'm giving it to you because i actually love your newsletters and i'm getting the advice absolutely free of charge so it's a token of my appreciation she replied to me saying, wow, that's a shame because you would actually be perfect for the job. So I didn't even apply for it. I didn't say I was interested at all. I gave them a list of like 10 things they can do immediately and it immediately caught their attention. So I think that's what you're saying is do something completely different, figure out how you can be an asset to that business and then try and demonstrate to them why they need to take you as an employee in the company. I mean, David even goes back down to the most basic form of employment. I mean, if it's a domestic worker looking for work, all you have to do is come to your employer and say, I realize that you run a very busy life. I'm willing to come in early so that you can get ready to go to work early so that you can pay my salary. I'm willing to stay late if needed, if you have to work late at the office. If a domestic worker had to say that to you, you're probably 10 times more likely to employ that person than the person coming and saying, I'm looking for a job, how much are you paying? It's about demonstrating your understanding of the other party's problem. It's about demonstrating that you're prepared to put in effort and worth. And I think the other thing is doing some research. I see it every single day. I mean, we, we look through job applicants all the time. They've never even taken the time to read up on the company. They've got no concept of what the company does. All they're seeing at the end of the day is a paycheck for themselves. And that's why people aren't getting jobs. If you wanna stand out head and shoulders above everybody else, all you have to do is put in a little bit of effort to research the company that you're looking to work for, make sure it's a fit for you. And then, you know, it's a foregone conclusion that if you see yourself in that position by asking those questions, by solving those problems before you even got there, it's a foregone conclusion you're gonna get employed. So it really is as simple as that. They are employing you to solve a problem for them. But most people think of it in the way as, I want to earn that money. How am I going to earn that money? You know, so instead of asking that, ask yourself, how can I solve the problem for them? And how can I demonstrate that I will be an asset to them and that I can solve these problems? So it's just looking at it from a different lens of instead, of, instead of just going the old fashioned route of just setting up your CV, sending it out, you know? Well, Davi, I'd even take this a step further, and you may remember this advice that I've given to a lot of youngsters who are job hunting. If you're sitting without a job right now, and you're basically not earning money, I would advise you to find the company that you really wanna work for and go and offer your, your services for free. Because I promise you now, you're a hundred times more likely to be employed at some time in the future when an opportunity opens up, if you're prepared to go and do some work for free. The greatest advertisement for your abilities in this world is to work and to prove your worth. And so my advice always to youngsters sitting at home unemployed is get off your backside and go and work for free. Not only will it do you some good and it will help you stay in the right mindset, but you will, before you've even been paid a salary, prove your worth to that entity. And people just aren't prepared to do this. And they're not prepared to get off their backsides and put in a little bit of effort. I've said this to you many times before, you can drop me off anywhere in the world, even if I don't speak the language, I guarantee you I will earn an income because I am willing to do whatever it takes to make sure that I can feed myself. If that means attaching myself to, to an entity that I believe is a good vehicle for that, I will figure out how to do that. It's about asking questions, being curious and being willing. And if you're able to do those things, you will never be without employment.
Well, that is a great point you made just there. So most of the common excuse, excuses I hear people make when they're searching for a job is, I don't have any experience. But what you just said there basically solves that problem, you know. If you can offer your services for free, who's going to turn that down, you know? I mean, if you really want to work at the place and you describe how you can be an asset to the company and you're offering your service for free, I bet you they'll say, yes, come along, even if you just sweep floors or whatever you do, you know. But at least you can start building up the experience there. And Davi, I've got one final piece of advice. Never take no for an answer. Once you absolutely believe that that's where you want to work, it's aligned with your value system, maybe they don't have opportunities for you right now. My advice is get to the offices every day. Get to know the receptionist's name. You know, walk the CEO from his car. Do whatever it takes to get that attention and get in front of people. And the problem is people's egos and prides don't allow them to do this. I've told you the story about how I built my first business. I literally sat in a company's waiting area in their, in their reception for six months before I was given an opportunity. And by the time the CEO eventually called me in, probably just to get, probably just to get rid of me because I was an absolute annoyance, I knew everybody's name in that company. I knew their wives, their children. I knew their routines. I knew everything. It was a foregone conclusion that I was going to do work for them. It was a foregone conclusion. It was like a stalker. <laughs> You've got to become a stalker, you know, and, and that's what's going to separate you from the average person on the street. There is no reason not to be employed. There is no reason to be hungry. There is no reason that there isn't enough opportunity for, for you out there. You've just got to push beyond your boundaries. So let's sum this up quickly. So first thing you need to do is find the place where you want to work. Make a list of two or three things. Then instead of just compiling a CV, you still need to make your CV, of course, because they are going to require that. But do something different at least. Do a personalized video, whatever is different, whatever will catch their attention. Then figure out exactly how you are going to solve the problem that they, want, they need solving for, you know? So they are employing you to solve a problem, figure out what it is that you can offer to help them solve that problem. Then get obsessed with it, do anything you can to land the perfect job, even if it means working for free. So take action now and apply yourself to finding your dream job. You've been listening to The Money Podcast. To get access to our future episodes, Please subscribe to our podcast via your podcast app and be sure to check out our YouTube channel, Global Money Academy.